When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mike Dettelier on the Out of Bounds show. Okay, let's go to, you know, I think last week or the week before we talked about how Mike Ditka was so hard-headed and not willing to pivot. Um, let's go to Jimbo Fisher. So you got you got Connor Wigman, who I think is talented, talented. And then he just hired Bobby Petrino. When you read the tea leaves, do you think Jimbo is willing to get out? Because Petrino is a very, ta- say what you want about him. He's a very talented play caller. Jimbo is not, in my opinion. Do you think Jimbo can get out of the way and let Connor Wigman and Bobby Petrino find their magic in College Station, Mike D? You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think when you've done that for that long, you still want to be the head chef. You don't want anybody else to cook the groceries. You know, you really don't. And so we'll we'll fix in the see. I mean, I, I agree with you on Petrino. Uh, he's got a lot of negatives with him, okay, off the field. And he's not the greatest personality to deal with at times. Uh, and not only I'm not talking about media-wise, I'm talking about with other coaches. I've have told me that, and so and people that have been on his staff. Uh, can it happen? Yes, I think with A um, and M, I go back to what I've said before. Can you win up front? That uh, the quarterback spot is going to always be looked at strongly, but a couple of years ago, when A and M, if to be honest with you, I thought they were one of the four best teams in college football. They didn't get into the playoffs, but man, their offensive line was the best I saw all season long, other than Alabama's. They were really good, and their defensive line was pretty stout. It, it's rebuilding up front, and then now look what you have lost in the transfer portal. Basically, an entire uh, recruiting class is left and, you know, okay, you can reload that, but, man, it's it's difficult. And I think it's between the years, too. I think it's between the years uh, with this team. Can, can they get over that hump? They've recruited well, but it's also about – it's something Nick used to always say. I did a number of junkets with him when he was here at LSU, and he would always bring up R&D, recruit and develop players. Because he said, listen, we got guys – that are great recruiters, but I want to see can they develop players. And i got guys that are great coaches but aren't necessarily great recruiters. There's always a mix on a staff like that. I think what A&M pieced together was 
was a staff that could really recruit. Where did it take those recruits? Where's the developmental part? And it wasn't that quarterback. It wasn't there. And so, again, it goes right back to this lays in the lap of Jimbo Fisher. And and can he turn it over? And does his ego, you know, can he soothe that to give this over to Petrino? And let him sort of run the show on offense. He's he's really not done that at all. Now, on defense, you know, when he had Elko, he didn't have to worry about it. Because Elko could coach on defense. Yeah, he he was really good. Man, uh, man I, I talked to a lot of the guys at LSU, and, you know, they would point out uh, his schematics and where you didn't see a lot of times the same look, and he would change things up from game to game. And it was strategic. And so um, while players will always be 1A, I think, you know, the, the coaching part is 1B. I don't think they're as good on defense. And I still question what they have on the offensive side of the football. They have talent, but can they develop that talent? And can and will Jimbo say, okay, Bobby, this is yours. You run it. Uh, I got to see it to believe it. I've been around him long enough to know that that's, that that's going to be difficult for him. Oh, man. Uh, okay. If that – that could be a pretty amazing blow up because you know how both those guys are wired between Jimbo and Petrino. So if it if he doesn't allow him to do if Jimbo Fisher doesn't allow Bobby Petrino to do what he needs to do to run the offense, um that implosion could be kind of have a ripple effect in the SEC and, about midway Bo, through the I think season. He's just trying be. to get through twenty twenty three. Because he understands he can't he can't have another season like he had last year. Because if that's the case, then he's gone. No matter how much money they owe him, he's gone. The other part of that, too, is if you have success, then Petrino's not staying at A&M more than a year. He will have leapfrogged himself into another job. If Hugh Freeze got another one, <laughs> Petrino's going to get another one. He's going to get another head coaching job somewhere. So it might be, even though you have some success, he might be a one-and-done there, almost like Kentucky basketball, and he's going somewhere else. So it's a, it's a tricky turn here. And I understand why he brought in Bobby, because I think he was basically told, hey, uh, unless you make those staff changes, uh, we're going to make a change. Well, we didn't spend all that. We ain't put all this money into name, image, likeness to, to be a 500 football team. Uh, we could have stayed what we have. Man, all I can say is, you know, and I think when they're going to write the book on this, it'll be an interesting read. That was no doubt two years ago when Scott Woodward made the decision that he was going to get rid of Ed Ogeron. He wanted Jimbo. He did. Well, he, he made a much better hire to get it. And it was the best decision he ever made is when Jimbo told him no. And then he pivoted. He went after Lincoln Riley. He got, he got a no there, but he got a yes from Brian Kelly. And man, um, cause I know that, that there's way too many tea leaves to tell you 
that Scott's connection to him and his friendship with him, he wanted to bring Jimbo back to Louisiana and to be the head coach at LSU. And sometimes the decisions that you don't make are made for you mm-hmm. because Jimbo's the one who told him no. And then once Lincoln um, had decided that he wasn't going to stay at Oklahoma, but he, he had his eyes set for USC, uh, they they even thought about making another overture to Jimbo. And, you know, Jimbo wasn't for it. He decided to stay with that recruiting class. And then the pivot to Brian Kelly. Again, you know, sometimes life is crazy. Incidents like that occur for you. That, you know, the decisions that you don't didn't make or were made for you turns out to be the right ones. 